0: talk about gay sex the podcast live edition and we are back in 2023 with episode 428 alongside cody maurice doggett how the hell you doing cody
1: darling i'm doing wonderful i'm very rested i'm ready for tonight's live show it's so good to see your face Uh,
0: It's great to see your face we are live i don't think i mentioned i'm your host stevie and i'm <clears throat> really happy in 2023 i feel feel i always feel good at the beginning of the year partly oh, yeah. be, because it's i'm into renewal i'm into spirituality and i have an upcoming birthday next thursday january 12th so i i love birthdays so yeah, i'm wait. looking forward to that yeah we exactly Well, we are live here every Wednesday night on the vocal platform, and we've got a live audience in front of us. I see a few names, including Alan W. Hi there. And we want you to participate in our live show, as we always do. And we've got some surprises that we're going to layer throughout 2023, but we're starting off slowly to get you in the mood like we always do. You know how we do it
1: here. We're looping you up, guys.
0: Yeah, it's all about <laughs> the pregame. And you know, one thing I've done today, if you're coming to New York City, and I know a lot of you guys love coming to our home city here, I went today and saw Audra McDonald in the brand, the play called Ohio State Murders. It's so, so good. I think it only goes to the middle of February. But it is with all of you know she's probably won the most Tony Awards of anybody. It's powerful. It's really about a playwright, Adrian Kennedy, and it is 75 minutes of an emotional storytelling piece that you learn so much about some this playwright and what she put out there. But also, it's an amazing story too, and it was emotional wow. and yeah, so. Highly recommend Audra and Ohio State Murders.
1: Love Audra. Ugh.
0: Love, the yeah. Best. She's my favorite. Uh, yeah, Lady Day was my other favorite that I saw her in, and she played Man, Billie Holiday, so and I went okay. three times and just was crying for days. And yeah, so Aww. good.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, well, we've got a full show ahead of you and let's get right into it because we got to, we have so much to talk about including rolling stone magazine which recently caused a whole stir because they decided to name the 200 200 y'all best singers of all time and you can understand why the gays probably got into the mix because i'm sure it didn't list some of their favorite singers i have a lot to say on this we're the reason we want to talk about this because it's hot topics, but also because we love our singers, whether we are fucking or not fucking or in the middle of fucking or pre-gaming, we've always got our music on. So you we've got a oh, yeah. lot to say about this and <laughs> where some of the list included singers like uh, so 200 best singers of all time, the comprehensive list included people like Amy Winehouse, Johnny mm-hmm. Cash, Celia mm-hmm. Cruz.
1: Yes. Love. Prince,
0: Prince and Marvin Gaye. Okay. Most of those I'm totally for and love. Uh-huh. Okay. Speak on and it. the article that I l- loved that listed said before you start scrolling keep in mind that this is the greater's greatest singers list, not the greatest voice list, and that to me is where I'm always coming from. This article said that talent is impressive, genius is transcendent. Many of the people here, uh, you know, may not have voices that you would assume is the best voice of all time, but they have more rougher, stranger, delicate, you know, interesting sounds to them that make them uh, have them on this list. And I agree with that. The list included people like Taylor Swift, though, <laughs> Ariana Grande, The Weeknd, Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Tina Turner, Brenda Lee, Frank Sinatra, just to name a few. People like Sylvester, who I have his yes. records over there, and he sang in falsetto, mm-hmm. So, but he was iconic, and he ma- he owned the voice, and this is what it was about, the voice. I think people, Cody, were a little bit harsh on oh. criticizing it okay. because I think they did a good job of creating people like Morrissey, who has such an interesting voice, and of the Smiths, I agree. yes, Michael Stipe, Elton John, of all you know. Obviously, we got George Michael, Lady Gaga a lot of people don't think that David Bowie had the most amazing vocal ability but he had the most one of he's one of my iconic heroes of all time he's on him. this list
1: yeah he's a great vocalist for He's a great musical interpreter, I feel like. I love a lot of the people that you mentioned. I do not, I cannot see a world. I've been holding it in. I almost walked out because we... <laughs> Here we go. We were talking, you, you named a na- a couple names. They put Taylor Swift on a list of the greatest singers ever. I cannot see it in any world. Not only did they put Taylor Swift on, they left off a bunch of wonderful song interpreters uh celine dion okay so everybody
0: was upset that celine wasn't on the list but i think in the meeting they probably were saying this isn't the most technically sound voice ever and maybe that's why she didn't make the list i'm personally am not a celine fan so it didn't matter to me but i understand where some people may have been mad because mariah was on the list. But I feel like Mariah has tried different... She's not my favorite either, but she's tried different sounds, R&B. You know, we just got off of Christmas and she's calling herself the Queen of Christmas. And she with, is. And so I... <laughs> I think that, you know, that to me wasn't a miss, but, you know, Ozzy Osbourne is on the list the- as one of the 200 best voices of all time. You
1: know what? I'm not hating on that. I'm hating on the fact that they left off so many wonderful singers that have had wonderful careers and made their stamp on music and influenced so many people. They left Madonna and Janet Jackson off the list. How can you be behind a list that doesn't have Madonna and Janet Jackson on it?
0: Well, and see, you know, those are my favorite too. Pop stars. Pop stars, what, right? I,
1: I, I planned this out. I re- literally wrote down, <laughs> I'm going to get but, Steve on my side by saying those two to names. To me,
0: it didn't, I wasn't offended by that because I, as much as I love Janet Jackson, I love Madonna, I think their pop star status, like if it was 200 of the greatest pop stars of all time, I would put Madonna, Elvis, Janet, Beatles at the top of those lists. And I personally love them, but maybe they just don't make that list of voices. And their criteria seem to be, you know, the one I will agree with you is, to me, Taylor Swift maybe didn't need to be on that list. Because I don't think there's that, her voice isn't that interesting to me there's nothing that really and i think she uses a lot of the filters that work with pop music today Mm -hmm. so i think we're not really hearing the true acoustic taylor it's just all studio driven and i don't know if that makes her on the list but whatever
1: Yeah, I think that's where they went left. And I think that's why a lot of people are upset is because they put Taylor on and then they didn't include all of these phenomenal, iconic artists on the list. And they should have named it something different than the greatest singers, the 200 greatest singers, because singers means that it's basically vocalists. They're they're synonymous, basically. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's kind of an interesting list that they included. I think the thing that, the writer of this piece wrote that I think a lot of my gay brothers get up in arms with is when you start talking about who's a good singer and who's a not singer. And I always go back to why was American Idol created? And I think it's all about listen, I understand there are a million amazing singers in this planet Mm -hmm. that doesn't make them I want to listen to all their music. So it's really about what you vibe with. And it's not always a technically sound voice. You know, when I went to my friend's wedding over, you know, Thanksgiving holiday, there was amazing, all five of these singers, men and women were so good. And they could sing Earth, Wind and Fire, and they mm-hmm. can sing Lady Gaga, and they can sing mm-hmm. Elton John. But they're really good interpreters of these and they gave their twist on it. But maybe they found that putting out an album and writing the whole pop ga- pop music game is is just a whole thing and it's more than that it's a whole phenomenon that you've got to figure out that makes us all wanting to buy albums and go to concerts and that's just like that spark that acting spark that what that nobody that je ne sais quoi that nobody can really put their face. Otherwise, if there was a recipe for that, everybody could be a star. And yeah. that's the reason why it just doesn't
1: always work. Okay, but my rebuttal to you is, do you think Taylor Swift has that and Madonna and Janet Jackson do not have that? That's just my question for you, sir.
0: I'm not a Swifty and I definitely think she doesn't have it at all. I don't get it. I've gotten over, I used to get a little bit is upset a good writer beautiful gowns beautiful gowns she's being sued (laughs) though for stealing music for (laughs) one of her songs so i don't know how much she's writing but what are
1: people saying before we move on alan w says so far so good when we were going over some of the uh people on the list that you were mentioning and alan w also goes on to say no madge oh no honey and he's not a he's Taylor Swift is more pop than Madonna, and he just checked the list, and Whitney is on there. I think she's number two, and he said he was going to throw a hissy fit. I, Aretha Franklin is number one, and if you remember, Celine Dion went head-to-head on the Diva Live stage with Aretha Franklin, and she can sing more types of music. Than a lot of the people that are on that list so just saying just putting that out there celine has got it all and i did a whole celine dion go back in the day uh rundown of her whole discography and it was amazing i love celine dion
0: okay well we're rooting for celine <laughs> though that she gets better as well because we don't want yeah and did you read we read what people are saying here yes yes all right got it moving on all right we want to quickly go through because, you know, sometimes on our show, we do want to talk about politics a little bit because they often skew into bump into our having good sex here. And we want to make sure that the people that are in Washington uh, have our best interests. and we can't keep talking about, we want to keep talking about George Santos, of mm. course, who is up, who just won his seat here in long in Long Island, New York. Uh, Long for Long Island. <laughs> and he is set to be sworn in Republican, gay, if you remember, I'll try and do a quick recap. He was up, he's up, he just won a seat in the House of Representatives here in Long Island. And he is turning out to be a big liar on many fronts. Mm-hmm. And we already talked about it, but just to give you a quick refresh on what he lied about, he lied about where he went to school, not one but two schools Barouche and nyu he lied about where he worked goldman sachs city the one of the most insidious lies cody of what he lied about was that many of his staff were involved and shot and died in the pulse nightclub oh, yeah and that is so near and dear to every person mm-hmm. that heard about that knows about that story and he actually said that he lost employees that worked under him, which turned out nothing could be, you know, proven on that. The lies keep going on with him, including that he's wanted in Brazil. When he was twenty-one in two thousand and eight, he, he spent seven hundred dollars using a fake check, like somebody else's check, mm-hmm. and he's wanted there. Well, he's been on the Congress floor, walking around the the. uh uh, Congress floors without his wedding ring and reporters are running up to him and saying can you speak to all these allegations and he hasn't been he looks really like crazy and it's just not looking good for him Mm. what are your thoughts on I mean it's just nuts yes
1: this
0: is a circus
1: go ahead the thing is he
0: well he has to be sworn in and right now currently here in the States, those of you listening, we are trying to get Speaker of the House nominated
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that once, and it's set on the Republican side of it, they can't get their act together right now. They've been voting and voting. And they the reason why it's relevant to George Santos is because he he probably will be sworn in, but there has to be a whole ceremony and there has to be a Speaker of the House before that can happen. Yes, So he's sort of in limbo land right now, but I just think This story will continue, and you can't lie to us. It just, the whole thing about being a psychotic liar and thinking that you're going to get away with this, we're going to be talking a little bit more about this later in the show, Mm -hmm. is crazy to me
1: oh yes i totally agree with you and i think that he should stay in limbo land he should be thrown in the bermuda triangle as far as i'm concerned and because he is just a stunt queen and stunt queens are gonna stunt all right yeah i been doing it since he was 21 and i cannot wait for the lifetime movie of his life because this is just insane to me and what really gets me is that we all know that he's been lying about all of these things but nothing is being done to actually address the, his constituents that voted for him and really take charge of the narrative to get him ejected from his, his place in, in Congress. And I just think that that's horrible. So I'm, I want us to call legal right now and, and type it up and see if we can get him get him out out of there before he gets sworn in. I don't understand it. And did you know that there was even speculation that he's not wearing his wedding ring anymore because he's not actually married to a man?
0: Oh, did my God. That? No, I did not. But I I read that he's not wearing his wedding ring. I just said that. But I didn't know yeah. the speculation that he's not married to a man. So, yeah. And, you know, for the record, we would call out a Democratic an independent oh, on yeah. the show, if they were pulling the same stunts too, because ultimately, Cody, they're representing us and you know, yes, it's Long Island, it's New York, but they're still representative and it still affects us all. And we need to call this shit out. So that's all that I got to say on that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Ale- yep. Yeah, Alan W says
1: that this is just Samuel Brinton who I believe, was on the Democratic side all over again. It's just a bad name for our community. So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Okay, well, we have to move on. And if you listen to episode 427 that just came out in 2023, the first episode of 2023 with Jeremy Ross Lopez, we were talking about Sniffies. Sniffies, if you know, is the GPS platform, I guess you can call it. We had a rep on Eli on our show last year. Maybe we'll get him back mm-hmm. on Cody. Yeah. He was talking, uh, well, they were giving out their stats on where people were coming from. What was the horniest city and New York City one followed by Los Angeles, Chicago, and so forth. Well, Grinder, of course is not far behind and they did not want to be left out on their stats. And let me just read a few of their stats. Grinder came out the countries with the highest percentage of tops. Tops according to Grinder were Bolivia. I need to go to drum Bolivia. <laughs> yeah, drum roll. Bolivia. Yay! Followed by the United States, South Korea. Okay, I really oh. want to go to South Korea, Greece. I got fucked by a good top in Greece before. <laughs>
1: and India. Yeah. What? Tops in India? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I mean. I, I looked that up when I'm they, searching. They, they're everywhere. So yeah. I,
0: I can see it. But those with the most bottoms can be found in Denmark, Japan, Serbia, South Africa, and Peru. This is just according to Grinder. If you're looking to flip fuck, then you'll find the most versatile users in Russia. Okay, not going there anytime soon. (laughs) Finlandia, Finland, Croatia, Mm -hmm. Germany, and Taiwan. Okay, nice. And sides. What are sides again, Cody?
1: Um let me Google it really quick. (laughs) I can't remember. Sides. I can't remember either. I forget what sides
0: mean, where you sides can head to China, New Zealand, Costa Rica, Australia, Singapore. Uh, okay. I can't remember what that is. That's so crazy that I can't. We talked about it on the show before. If one of our listening audience knows what sides are, if you go by sides, I got
1: it. What is it? A homosexual male who does not enjoy anal penetration, giving or receiving, but will engage in other forms of same-sex activity, like fellatio, fraudage, and mutual masturbation.
0: Thanks, producer Cody. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Love it. Do my best. <laughs> so just to
0: repeat what he just said, China, New Zealand, Costa Rica, Australia, Singapore, and cities using the app most were for Grinder were Washington, DC, and Paris. So those were interesting findings. The one thing that didn't come across on Grindr or even Sniffies, and I don't know why they would, Cody, mm-hmm. was relationships. Like who yeah. was meeting people on these apps and the reason i bring it up is because you cody just celebrated your two-year anniversary Congratulations it's an
1: anniversary and joe i guess how does that <laughs> song go it's our anniversary anniversary Yes. Tony Tony Tony. Tony Tony Tony. Okay, and I... why aren't they on the list? Okay, Rafael Sadiq, he's amazing. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Rafael Sadiq love. And yeah. he I interviewed him before, and maybe we'll get him on the show because he's amazing, Rafael Sadiq. Okay. Do it. Two years you just celebrated Monday night mm-hmm. and of being with Joe, your boyfriend, who we've talked a lot on the show, you yeah. actually met him on Grinder. I did. Interesting interestingly enough, they didn't include stats for that, but you were saying probably because how would they find that out, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't understand how they could know unless they went out and interviewed the, the community. But I think that we'd be able to probably find it somewhere else. If they need someone to get all that data, I would love to do that. I love love. And I think that I would be the perfect candidate. So if they want to run me my money and my coins, then I will come out and I will gather all that data for them
0: you know it's a perfect producer pitch because the gays essentially cody Uh meet we okay so take the guy that i met on the naked beach over last summer where the reason why i called him over was because he was walking naked and i liked Uh what i saw and you know what i'm talking about but when he came over so we my point being and i have a point is that we tend to start with the sexuality of it all because it's in our gay DNA. repertoire dna mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get we just work backwards that's just how we work so it's i think they should put a little bit more energy grinder they could compete with match.com and if they put the, a little bit more energy into that grinder office grinder often is in the news and not for good things and yeah. i think that they should start that i know they've tried i know scruff has tried like there's a match form of it and i know it's hard when you start with one direction of a business model but i think that they would behoove themselves to oh, yeah yeah and you're a prime example two years That's- strong and you've moved in it's not even that you're like together <laughs> for two years Yeah, don't let me remind you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's in the living room right now, getting on my nerves. Anyway, I love him so much. No, we had a wonderful, wonderful anniversary. We went out to dinner. We had a delicious dinner. There's a Michelin star restaurant right down the street. And it just brought up these memories of our very first date, which is actually January 1st, which was Sunday, but I was working, so anyway but we had great sex that night so <laughs> hey, hey, hey. so that's the best anniversary gift so cheers yeah, to major. that cheers I love it that.
0: really congratulations Cody Thank I love that W watching us live says I met my boyfriend on Adam for Adam also kind of is Adam for Adam, Adam still around but it does seem like it's a little more about relationships I don't know Cody do you know
1: uh, uh, I think I'm pretty sure it. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I don't see why I would go anywhere. I, yeah, I don't I hear people it. talk about it as much. But I, that's like a web-based thing. I used to be on there a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be on a lot of the apps all the time, but I haven't been on anything recently.
0: And lastly, with Grindr, we got a shout out to Kansas City LGBTQ Commission named its new chair last week, Justin Horn, who's only 24. And he posted, I do not and will not regret posting this because I'm young, single and gay. But even the folks on Grindr are wishing me well on becoming the chair of the LGBTQ Commission. Thanks, Kings, he wrote. And part of what he he is part of his job is staying connected with the LGBTQ community, obviously. And mm-hmm. he also says he's not in the least bit uncomfortable letting people know he uses Grinder. That part I love that he said that because we talked so much, we're gonna be talking about it in a minute. Oh, yeah. About merging your sexual life, your sexuality with your they should just be synonymous essentially, yeah. but we keep talking about when your job gets in the way with posting news, About to talk about that in a second. Oh yeah, and I think that we need more people like Justice saying things like, "Yeah, I'm a sexual person." I think you said that in the past mm-hmm. with people that have posted things that, yeah, they're having sex too, and they're on Grinder, and there's nothing wrong with that, and that's good. Yep, and that's not. Sh- we live so much in shame. I think. Most of our LGBTQ lives, most of us are rooted in shame, and I think that when you find leadership expressing things like justice did, I'm all here for it. So we'll yeah. continue to shout out to people like that.
1: That's so sweet. Okay, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Would you have, go ahead? Did you want to oh, say something? Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show that grinder is a tool, and you can use it for whatever. You can use it for profession. Perf- for professional reasons for to get friends you can just use it for whatever you want at the end of the day
0: absolutely i a hundred percent agree on that uh maybe i'll join that uh we'll see okay okay yeah all right well we love to follow up on a story and last year we were talking about weatherman eric adame if you remember the story just to give you a quick refresh a new york one or spectrum news he was the weatherman i actually watched it every morning and i partly watched his news reports because i live here in new york city and i he Mm -hmm. was very very cute very sexy and i loved watching his news reports on the weather well if you remember he was fired from his job because he was posting videos of going on basically cam boys right Is, is that what you call it like Cam so he was webcam on, videos.
1: yes he it was a circle jerk so basically it was it was a website it's called lpsg which stands for large penis support group and it's normally what people go on there for and what i've been on there before for is to get nudes of people people that have had their nudes leaked or what have you and they they host a circle jerk but you can go Um, live on there correct webcam because that's what he did yes exactly so the the circle jerk is on a a webcam and it's basically a, a bunch of people it's like skype or what uh What is the what is the one where uh the zoom zoom that's the one there it is it's basically like zoom but you're putting yourself out there exactly yeah so he was doing
0: that and even at one point he was doing it for i think years actually what remember weatherman he was doing that for years and at one point for there was a segment in late december of i think during the pandemic where he was doing it several times and also listing like hey guys here's my phone number or here's my name I'm the he said I'm a somebody recognized him and mm-hmm. he he confirmed yep I'm that weatherman guy that you see every morning and he mentioned his boss I would love my f- boss to fuck me. He mm-hmm. also mentioned the, his address. So here's my address here in New York. Come over, my door's open. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, no normal, normal stuff. Anyway, so <laughs> regular Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And which I love and all here for. And obviously we're sex positive here. Well, he the problem was that just to refresh your memories, if you're new to the story, his somebody which Mm -hmm. eric adame is now calling sexual predators and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second caught the video grabbed the video sent the video not only to his boss Mm -hmm. the company spectrum news but also sent it to his mother Mm. okay awful yeah like just who are you people He's he got fired. That's the story. Now he's coming forth. He finally got the courage in a current video. If I can, I'll, I'll put the link up on tagspodcast.com, linked with episode 428. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch the video, I know you watched it, Cody. Yes. In it, he talks, he takes responsibility for it sucks. And but he calls the people that did this to him sexual predators and when Mm -hmm. he talks about sexual predators he's definitely talking about people that go on websites and grab it so that even when you close your computer and you you he said he never wanted this material to be out there it -hmm. was strictly for who was online at that time and that sending it off to his boss and his mom is wrong he never wanted that kind of thing to ever happen and that he essentially learned his lesson from that and it's also a lesson for what he said what not to do in in terms of you are he gave basically a lesson to say whatever you put out there lasts forever Cody and this is something that we've been talking about and this is why I wanted to continue talking about this on the show because we keep this topic keeps coming up we just talked about it on the, the show on episode 427 about what you put out there does it have repercussions or not should people people be able to do what they want and post nudes and I think the consensus is yes however with every action is a response Mm -hmm. and we live in an era right now where people are going to grab your video and he says there's sexual predators recording you and that basically there's bots out there as well many of these are in in europe Mm -hmm. and they're grabbing that and putting them on websites and he's done he says he was reading many reddit threads Of people that said they posted one video of themselves once and now they're living in depression and they're suicidal because of that one time that they posted that one video of themselves and i get it right i get it i think that's why i go back to always listen what you put out there now we live in a different world now and so i'm listening to eric Adame and his warnings On the flip side of it, and I want you to weigh in in a second. I know you're chomping at the bit here. I'm just going to say one last thing. On the flip side of it all, I think that when you, he was a very extreme version of this, and I think he worked in media, and I do think when you work in certain forms of work, it's like they're going to do this work. There are certain agencies, acting agencies out there, and if they find out that you did anything like that they won't represent you mm-hmm. so he was already in the mix is my point major position in a major market weatherman and to not really think it through was a little bit naive more than naive Short-sider. and he needs to maybe rethink where he's headed and not blame as much and just it's time to pivot and go in a different direction or I think there might be other markets out there. He just might have to downsize and downgrade because it's too late. The story's out there, and you're. It's always gonna. It's too late. Go ahead. Let me fill up my glass because
1: I don't. You know. should have been doing that. <laughs> but I need. A, I need a sip before I talk because I think it's really wrong. He mentioned in his video that he. They the people that are that screen grab the video. Yeah, they are also on using it on a website and charging people for his video that he made which I think is completely wrong he's being one hundred percent exploited by that because that's the point of that whole thing though that's I get that but any royalties that come royalties come, i I'm just saying he does. if they're making money off of it that is his intellectual property at the end of the day so he well, should you realize
0: getting, we're not talking about th- people the that music are being world honest, or
1: what I'm I think that that is
0: like book
1: rights or (laughs) (laughs) I get that but I and I understand that they they're they didn't get it in by any means that were legal so they're they that is how they circumvented being having to be able to pay him any money but I think that that is the part that makes me really feel for him that he is being exploited in that way basically he's being oh my god pimped out <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> these the sites. age
0: old story cody of i know go ahead
1: yeah but the, another part of me is is totally agrees with you and i don't want to victim blame because no. i i do think that what, what what happened to him he didn't expect for this to be on this stage he did he said in his video also that he didn't want to be looked at as a sexual object i don't think that's necessarily 100 percent true because he did but only in this the scope of on the website context. with that with those people exactly
0: we all the, want to look with, like a sexual object in a particular i mean sense. context Yes, exactly.
1: When but I'm at when the, got- and
0: when i at a the cru- sorry, when I'm at a cruise bar and I'm seeing a hot guy that I want to get with and I'm yes. seeing their dick out, I don't need them to see the whole thing of me. I need them to see the my goods or what's gonna work to get me in that moment sexually with them. So yes, I think sexual object at that moment. To his point, and like
1: it- you said, at then context exactly in that context he didn't expect it to get out as far as he doesn't want his mother to see him as a sexual object well, thank you yes so i think in that respect for him to lose his job for him to have it this exposed to his mother for him to be taken advantage of by all of these media outlets out there making money off of his hard hard work that he did on this website i think that that is exploit exploitive but still part of me it really is wondering and it really does not i i know people that have had their uh they were having private sex and they got recorded this happens all the time i don't it like and you said that the na- na- naivete of this gentleman eric adame it's 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 so far out of there i couldn't understand it people cover their webcam on their computer so that stuff like this doesn't get leaked out to the people don't put certain things in the cloud so that it doesn't get leaked out I, this is just it... the nature of the beast that we're, we're living in right now and for him to not Take that into consideration when he put himself on a website it it really it takes a, a um some of the the consolation that i feel for him away because well, I don't and
0: that's you and i both listened to the audio that was yeah. of his voice that were pretty certain we heard the actual audio when this story first leaked and we heard what he said and many of the things that he said in there where he blended his work life with his sexual life. So mm-hmm. he said things like, oh yep, I am that weatherman you're right he agreed with somebody that yeah. was watching him live. he then said, I want my boss. To fuck me, wouldn't it be hot if my boss, my manager, whatever, at the network fucked me? And he kind of that's, I think, what Spectrum fired him on is because when I'm sure there's laws on this, where's our legal team? if you're listening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had him on the line a second ago. Okay. I don't know where they're yeah, doing We're that. getting there
0: though, we're getting there, yeah. I have a lawyer next to me right now, but he's I not know, on. right? He's not listening right now, but. I was not, <laughs> he's nodding over there. So I'm assuming that when you talk about your work life, he is nodding as I'm saying this, and you merge that, you're blending the two things and that's grounds for termination? yeah he just gave me the axe like yes that's perfect. a good. yeah thank perfect. You
1: thank you legal team over there
0: it, it is actually a lawyer in the studio as i you, speak and so, you know yeah. i
1: thought about him too i was like oh thank goodness
0: right so he he forgot to mention that thing on the video that he just did mm-hmm. and so i think you know, at a certain point, you got to take responsibility for what you did do. And yes, and I think we've come to the conclusion we're we're probably gonna to continue to talk about this yeah. subject about posting nudes. Can you have an OnlyFans if you're in this profession? What's appropriate? This is the age old topic. Why? Because we're in a, a world right now where our worlds are colliding and sexuality isn't. We're trying to do our part with this show to Amen. keep to get people to talk more openly about it. I've certainly, if you listen to the early shows and where I've come through six years, we're about to celebrate six years in a month, that I've come so far with my conversation on what I used to talk about. I was at a holiday party, not a holiday party, let me retract that. I was talking to my sister and her friend and somebody, a gay friend of theirs mentioned mm-hmm. fisting. And I didn't realize that the tattoo on the arms with the bars <gasps> You're means kidding. that for some guys means that that's where it was a baloney actor in the San Francisco baloney cabaret all male review. And he said, you know, those lines when you see it on the forearm of some guys means that's where they'll fist you.
1: Oh wow! Nice. And oh, I blurted
0: out, "Well, I've experimented with that in front of my sister and her friend, and and but I have, <gasps> oh but, I, God, but I but I broke it down. <laughs> I broke it down on how it really is mental, and how you just don't go into fisting. It's a whole thing. We'll talk about it on, on the after shows all in twenty twenty three. But my point being, and one in a very long winded way of saying is, I I. People were coming a long way. And so I just think that Eric is not really, I think he just needs to move on. And I'm glad he said his piece. And in some ways, I feel for him.
1: I do have a lot of compassion for him. But I, yeah, I agree with you. Especially, and it really made me rethink actually going on LPSG to look for, to see if those people, nudes were out there. Because it really is exploitive at the end of the day. So I have compassion for him and my heart goes out to him and I hope that he finds his way.
0: Yeah, it's like, I think there's a fine line between the guy we were just talking about here in New York, the representative justice Mm -hmm. who says I'm out there on Grindr and I'm listening to my LGBT friends. And yes, I do use Grindr. I'm a proud gay single man. And then the Eric Adame edge of it, where I'm a weatherman, I'm on a major market news platform, which is broadcast to you know millions and millions of New Yorkers and beyond. That, you know, but then I did do this during the time I was employed by Spectrum News, mm-hmm. and I listed my name of employment on there, and somehow I didn't think that this was gonna come back and haunt me. Yeah, I do think there's somewhere in between and we're going to find that bridge. Hopefully soon where you can obviously we want everyone to be sexual. We want every, we want lawyers and teachers and weathermen to get fisted and pounded. We want that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. facts. If they are and I'm not, there's a problem. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. What's people saying as we are live on this Wednesday night
1: and our first 2023 broadcast? This is episode 428. Alan W. says... Do, don't bring your job into it unless you're a host on tax podcast so <laughs> I, I think that means we should start our only fans okay
0: <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about it because you know you and I are in fields that
1: could, in, this economy, in this time's our heart <laughs> yeah
0: I am thinking yes exactly oh my goodness
1: and then Callie dad in the house hi Callie dad and uh he said he saw uh, a live fisting for the first time last year. So I, I always wanted to get one of those arm tattoos too, but I never knew what that, that, that was. What that was for? Can you imagine? I did
0: not know that. A friend told me that. I want to confirm that, but I okay. think it's really hot and sexy, and true. yeah, I do too.
1: I'm here for it
0: me too okay well we love to give advice on the show and one of the things that you can always do is you can reach out to us whether it's sex or relationship advice we are here for you you can go to tagspodcast.com in the comment section or reach out to us via that way or go dm us at tags podcast and we will give you solicited advice from all the hoes okay Mm -hmm. but right now we are talking about a reddit thread recently and we've got a couple of them for you i'm trying to pick the best ones did you have one in particular i love to turn it over to you cody sometimes because i think (laughs) this is kind of fun
1: um what about the introverted avoidance Um, yeah can you read that so on reddit uh JT says, any other introverted avoidance just happy with their single life? He's an introvert who's comfortable spending time alone with his own thoughts. He is rarely bored or lonely. He has close friends uh, that he sees and hangs out with but he does need his own space to recharge the end of the day. Girl, I feel that. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he also has a fearful avoidant attachment style, in part due to childhood experience. And this means he fears intimacy and pulls away when others get too close. He has current sexual needs that are pretty well met. He has friends with benefits, hooks up, hookups, and cruising. And so all that is settled. And so he he asks if there are there any other introverted avoidance out there that share this experience and wants to know what the advice for him would be what 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 do we think
0: it's kind of an interesting one for me because i think for it sounds like he's doing good in yeah. many ways in terms of he's getting i I don't know if I would call myself introverted at all. I'm just more of mm-hmm. a, I don't know what I would call myself. It's just, I like more, less groups and more one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Not just sex, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's the a zipper sex. No, yeah. <laughs>
0: more, with everything I like, I'm a more one-on-one, but I think that there's, it sounds like he's doing good. I would say if he's an avoidance factor on it, where I differ, where I'm headed, I think I was playing, saying the same things that he was saying for so long that that's all you get. In other words, Mm -hmm. if you continue the narrative for yourself that simply says, I'm an introvert, I only want this, this, and this, that is Mm non-relationship. I think relationships are so important and they don't always have to come in a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you have, they, you know, it's that I have I set a tone to have more relationships, but that comes in many ways. My neighbors in particular, during the pandemic, I've continued relationships with them. And that simply means that I'm open to relationships. And one of them's in the gym, in the building with a straight man, and we have the most amazing conversations. And it's really meaningful to neighbors down the hall. Uh, one of them I dated, but then we moved on to friends. And it's really enriching my life. And I set that tone to actually have more relationships and connect connections, I th- I would say, is the mm-hmm. intention I set. And with that, I think the only thing I would say with him, it sounds like he's doing great, is that it's his verbiage is a little bit too about solo. And I think he should just be a little bit more open to the what if, the potential of, relationships and relationships can mean many things that's the only thing because it sounds okay. like he's pulling himself into a corner of solidarity mm-hmm. and i do at the end of the day whether you're our firm mayor getting married having a relationship we are a society of relationships we need to connect yeah on some level so i see him and his verbiage going down a direction of solidarity and i just would say be open to connecting that's all that would be my only thing
1: yeah i agree with you i think that society tends to tell everybody and people that they that, that there's a model for life basically that we have to have the the marriage and the two kids and the dog i don't you know i don't like dogs girl uh, and <laughs> a house with the <laughs> And wife that's again. a problem <laughs> But that's not the way that things go for every single person. You have to take stock of what you want and what makes your life grow and and what can be successful for you as far as your relationships go. Because we all, as human beings, you were right. You're totally right. We all do need to have a social outlet. So I think that... Part of it is probably the pressure that he feels from society. So he, he needs to to learn to kind of block that out or let it go and just move forward from there. It sounds like, like you said, he's in a good place. I'm 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 down the ride. I you, I am totally that type of person that needs to just take a second and really take stock, especially if I've been around too many people and recharge my batteries and and I don't go anywhere. I don't talk to any Well, I talked to Joe, and Joe (laughs) loves to talk. Jesus, Lord, help me! (laughs) I love that. How am I gonna do it with that man? I love salty pretzel. Alan W says, "Do I like salty pretzel?" And yes, I love salty pretzel.
0: Of course, we do. What it is for our live audience listening? Who uh, that's our co-host, Lincoln's dog, salty pretzel. Yes, Yes. mascot. I
1: I like other people's dogs. I don't like. I could never have a dog for myself basically is what it amounts to.
0: I'm obsessed with dogs. And I just saw my neighbor's dog and she was writing up to me and I'm going to go to her the dogs, by the way, (laughs) Roxy's birthday party. Um, And she's a Capricorn like me. So yay! but (laughs) that's how crazy I am. But yeah, I mean, I think that connection is so important. And like, I agree with 100% and we'll continue to have this conversation in different iterations in this year. But When I was just at a recent wedding, I met this threesome that was, they were so hot and sexy and they're doing their thing. They have a house together, but one of them was flirting with me and that was okay within their threesome relationship. Oh wait, a thruple? The thruple. Yeah. And so sometimes that's the iteration of connection for some people we talked recently, I just did a recap of 2022 of some of our best guests of 2022. You should listen to it. And one of them was a gay guru talking about open relationships and how, for many, that is a road and how to navigate that. And, you know, it's not always the first thing that happens. And I was talking to a good friend of mine who's married now that said they did the single life or the, excuse me, the monogamous thing for the first month. And I said, oh, only the first month <laughs> and then moved on to, and their trajectory, 26 years later, they just got married, it's their own straight and for better, for worse, and they've seen it all and they're doing great. So you're right, connection comes in various ways and I that would be our only, I think, it sounds that like we're on the same page of advice that to maybe label yourself a introvert and continue with that narrative Mm-hmm. maybe be just a little bit more open to a connection that could happen and that could look many different ways which we'll continue to talk about all year but long
1: i don't know if he really even i think by connection you mean do you mean romantic relationship
0: i mean whatever that looks like okay
1: yes explore a connection and however, because he
0: was mostly talking about friends with benefits in that but he uh, also reddit thread
1: that he has friends that he hangs out with as well i believe yeah, mean.
0: but there's an intimate thing that can happen, I think, and maybe oh. he's intimate with his friends in you know, you can be intimate with your friends and tell yeah. your deepest I tell some of my the deepest th- secrets only to my closest and dearest friends you're one of them and so I was about to say are we getting on the phone
1: afterwards <laughs> tomorrow morning okay
0: 11am is what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know you okay i think we have more time well, for one you. more <laughs> and this this one might be a good one to ooh do we have time to clever questions
1: let's let's go through a couple
0: This could be fun because a lot of us are going on new dates. I'm going on new dates in the new year. That's many people's. Jeremy, our co-host, Jeremy Ross Lopez. One of his New Year's resolutions or goals is to go on more dates. A Reddit thread recently, More Mouth Mints is what he goes by on Reddit, asked the question, good, clever questions to ask on a first date, going on a first date tomorrow with an older guy. And I wanted to ask what type of questions do you guys usually ask on your first date? And he wanted serious responses. You know, this might sound silly, but I was I was checking in with my sister because she goes on a lot of dates periodically. And one of the things she said as a cis, cisgender female, is that what you mm-hmm. call it? That's yeah, me. I'm so bad yeah. at this stuff. She said for her, like, what, what's your music interest? Speaking of the Rolling Stone Ooh, top 200, yes and I can't do that though in the gay world Cody because mm-hmm. half the time the guys I want to go out with are artists pop artists like so they're always Mariah Carey which I'm not the biggest fan of or I think the a guy I want to go out with is Celine Dion and I'm not the biggest fan of her. so I kind of have to get over my like Okay, I don't like that, but I'm just going to go with it. I like a lot of eclectic music tastes that aren't always Mm -hmm. the pop genre so i have that's not my question per se although i want to know and know where i can put you in the mix but what's some questions that you asked on your first date to joe oh wow
1: so long ago two years seems like forever i don't know my mother was like oh it's been a year already i was like no mom it's been two years
0: (laughs) (laughs) feels like a year (laughs) feels like yesterday sweetie
1: exactly exactly so i basically just ask what he likes to do for fun besides going out to the bars and drinking. So it's good to have a nice foundation for what you guys have in common and what you can do together outside of going out and partying. And so I think that those those types of questions are amazing. For me personally, and this could be a trigger for a lot of people. But I like to ask what their family relationship is like, honestly because you're getting into the therapy i know uh, i know but i i i just can't help myself sometimes so but i say start light especially like what they like to do what types of movies like uh your sister was saying what type of movies and and books are always a good thing too good
0: thing about movies too because i was talking to a couple on the other day at brunch and they're kind of newer relationship. And mm-hmm. one of them wanted to see Avatar and was like, all about it. And I'm like, absolutely not. I didn't even see the first one. <laughs> and I asked the boyfriend, I asked the boyfriend. Not the way oh. water. So I asked the boyfriend, do you want to see Avatar too? And he was like, mm, not really, but he wants to. And it's a three and a half hour movie. I last time I checked. And it's not <laughs> one of those things that you want to just be like, yeah, I can yeah. take it. It's like a commitment.
1: And oh yeah, I'm yes. already com- committed
0: to you. Now I got to commit to Avatar.
1: Forget no, it. No, uh-uh.
0: so actually, movies are a really biggie for me. Like, and anything that's beyond the two and a half hour mark, we yeah. are not doing. So, really? if you no. I I have a life there- I do not want to be in a movie, a theater piece. There's yeah, no. the Inheritance. That's two days. What was the other one, Frank? That you saw? that was two days it took harry potter was a two-day experience oh
1: i love harry potter i don't
0: not i I don't have that no yeah
1: it has to be really good if it's i can i can wait for madonna
0: to start two hours or three hours late which girl
1: (laughs) but that's it that is it i can get your cocktail at madonna oh Oh,
0: oh, bring
1: a a cocktail to harry potter you have a lot of fun honey okay
0: cocktail. (laughs) Uh, alan w says if you like something they are wearing people like to talk about where they got it It gives you an idea of yes exactly and oftentimes that brings up like where you got it i have a lot of pieces sometimes i'm saying oh that's from paris and this but oh, yeah like, yeah you know whatever mm-hmm. you can throw that in that's a really good one yeah i think similar you know obviously if you're meeting somebody in your let's take this seriously for two seconds yes if you're meeting somebody in your own city it's like do you go do you like to go out much do you hang out with friends i think are really key questions because we all have either our crew of people and you hang out with big groups, small groups, just to get an idea of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Also, like let's just take our city, for example. If I was to take Manhattan, just I'm, I'm scaling it down here. Okay. Are you a hell? Do you like to go to the Hell's Kitchen bars? Or are you more of a downtowner type of bar? Or do you like to go to the circuit party events? Are you that kind of gay? Or are you more, you hate that and you like Netflix? And you don't have to say it like that, but you yeah. could feel it out like do you go out a lot and and if you do like where do you go out and that should prompt them to say what they do exactly
1: and if the date is going well that's when you start talking about oh where do you like to be licked and all the things oh my god no (laughs) no
0: I say no to that
1: no no
0: Because the oh, reason, boy. no, because I think if you're vibing at the end of a date, you will walk with them to wherever you are dropping them off and you will make out with them usually. And usually the make, usually the make out session is like, yep, we want to date too in our gay world. That's usually my trajectory
1: let me tell you as a lady who has a two-year relationship under her belt me and my boyfriend had sex the very first night that we went on a date if there's no many of us
0: no there's no rules
1: yeah but it but make sure that you're feeling it out it has to be right for you and right for the other person basically
0: and two years later congratulations so it, you're a, you. yeah no you are really a example of how it can work out and i'm happy yeah you give us all hope so thank you for that absolutely also,
1: not, not every day is is heaven uh, no, we didn't say that that's that's
0: the next episode which we don't have time for but you guys I can, know, right? tune in we are back in 2023 just to give you a little heads up if you're new to the show we drop shows wherever you get your podcast every tuesday and every thursday so wherever you get your podcast spotify apple Podcasts, on and on and on every tuesday thursday we drop new shows and we are down for 2023 go to tags podcast to talk about gay sex We are live, though, every Wednesday here on this platform, Vocal. And if you need to get the link, you can always go to TagsPodcast.com and click on Tags Live. If you want to support Tags Podcast and everything you see to keep us going stronger, because you know this isn't free, you can support us by going to our Patreon page. And every little bit counts, and you can grab a tier. And what you get is extra special sexy content and we're revising it so there's some new perks coming your way beginning february 1st so go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast and then you can always just keep up with us on social media and my co-host cody is a life coach so uh, do you have some slots open in 2023
1: Got got one slot open
0: all right so, uh, reach out to Cody. The best way is on Instagram and at KMD Coaching, KMD Coaching, and his personal account where you can see his boyfriend Joe at yes. <clears throat> Mister Maurice. Mister Maurice. We are on at tags podcast on all social media platforms, the TikTok, Instagram, all the uh, Twitter and all the above at Tags Podcast. Of course, go to tagspodcast.com. We thank you for watching us live. And in the meantime, continue. Thanks, Cody. Thank Thank you, baby. Yeah.
1: Continue having hot gay sex.